I once spoke with a guy, and I asked him, I was sitting and talking to him, and I said, where do you live? And he looked at me and he says, Israel. I said, then what are you doing in yeshiva sitting next to me? So he said, oh, because my parents live in Lakewood. I said, then how is it that you live in Israel? He said, ah, because that's where I belong, and I'm going back as soon as I can, and I'm going to stay there. Now, if only we felt as connected to Eretz Yisrael as this young man did. All Jews would simply move to Eretz Yisrael because that's our home and that's where we belong. But how can we connect to Eretz Yisrael and Yerushalayim in particular? As we approach Aser Abitavis, or you may be listening to this on Aser Abitavis itself, it's a good time to think about your connection to Yerushalayim and make sure your heart's in the right place. Since Sefer Yeshua is actually the first time that we mention Yerushalayim in Tanakh. For, for the whole entire Torah and even the first ten, nine parakim of Yeshua, we don't talk about it at all. And even when we mention it, there's no specific relevance given to the holy city. The Navi just there relate, relates how the Yerushalayim was conquered from the Canaanim, and that's it. After that, there's no mention until close to 400 years later when Davon HaMelech discovers that Yerushalayim was Hamakim, the place referred to in the Torah where Hashem chose to rest His name. In Tehillim, David HaMelech frequently re- mentions Yerushalayim. He, he found it and he t- spoke about it a lot. He davens for Yerushalayim and he praises Yerushalayim and he rejoices over Yerushalayim. For example, he says, Samachti Hashem I rejoiced when they said to me, let's go to the house of Hashem in Yerushalayim. What's that Pasuk talking about? So Rashi explains, this Pasuk refers to people who wished that David would die because they knew that his son Shlomo would build the Beit HaMikdash upon becoming king. And although they were wishing for his death, David rejoiced over the desire of Yidin to serve Hashem in the future Beit HaMikdash. The Svas Emes explains that this Pasuk is relaying to us a very crucial message. Thoughts of Yerushalayim and the Beit HaMikdash should be the focal points of our lives. The spiritual holiness of the Beit HaMikdash pre-existed its establishment and continues on after its destruction. David rejoiced as he understood that the spirituality of the Beit HaMikdash traversed time and he felt its Kedusha even before it was built there. And then the Tzvah takes it another step. He implores us to tap into its timeless, timeless spirituality. Even though it's gone, focus on the time when all of Klai Yisrael flocked to the Beit HaMikdash and then you can feel the Kedusha also. The message of the Tzvah Emes is quite clear. Just as David HaMelech felt the Kedusha of the Beit HaMikdash before it was built, we can feel its Kedusha today. In a similar vein, Rav Hirsch explains that the, this Pasuk tells us that the heart of Yerushalayim isn't the royal palace, or whatever, I'm not even going to say the places nowadays, or the Sanhedrin, or the fact that it's the capital of the Jewish nation. The physical representations of power are just secondary to the base of Megdash and the spirituality of the city. So if you connect to the spirituality of Yerushalayim, you'll fuse it into your heart, and you'll change the way you dive in and learn. But let's analyze one more step before we go on. One of my favorite psukim and songs is Alchem Isayach Yerushalayim Hefkadet Yishemrim Kol Hayoyim V'Chol Halayla Upon your walls, O Yerushalayim, have I posted guardians all the day and all the night. Which guardians of Yerushalayim is this Pasuk referring to? So all the Mepharshim give various explanations, but we're going to focus on the Radak and the Eben Ezra. They explain that the guardians of Yerushalayim are the many Jewish communities, wherever they may be, who never stop davening for Yerushalayim. Now, guardians come in many forms. Some are diligent and vigilant, others dis- disinterested and negligent. To answer our question of what type of guardians Yerushalayim is, is referring to, 
we must ask ourselves which type of defenders are we. Do we focus on the many times a day we mention our holy city, or do we breathe right through these words? Do we weep over Yerushalayim's state, or are we indifferent? Yerushalayim gets her power from her defenders. And the tragedies that befall Yerushalayim and her citizens shall lead us to question and then strengthen our commitment as her guardians. It's our job. Rabbi Schwab in his Sefer Ian Tefillah asks, asks, Which city are we referring to when we daven three times a day for Hashem to rebuild Yerushalayim? To the physical city or to the spiritual city? He explains that Chazal are referring to the city of Yerushalayim that will be built of precious stones, a city that will be miraculously built, surrounded by a wall of fire. Who will build this city? He explains that every time we daven for Yerushalayim, this is Rabbi Schwab, every time we yearn for it, another brick is formed. As we daven and yearn, year after year, the materials from the spiritual city are being gathered. Look in Ian Tefillah, you'll see, it's right there. That's what he says. And there's another aspect to Yerushalayim, especially when we're coming to a fast day, morning, part of the Chorban. All who mourn over Yerushalayim, over its destruction, will merit to see your consolation. Why is it that only those who mourn will see it? The Maharal and Netzach Yisrael explains that if someone feels that there's something missing in the world, a spiritual void, because of the Chorban, and he mourns of that, that that's missing, he deserves to see Yerushalayim rebuilt. However, if a person doesn't, doesn't seem to, to, to be bothered by the absence, he shows that he has no desire for its rebuilding, and therefore... He doesn't have any reason to merit it. He's not missing anything, so what's, what, why should he see it? Now let's take something out of all these thoughts. Let's try to make a Kabbalah regarding Yerushalayim, uh, especially coming to Asar Bateves. My, 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 what worked for me is picture your most connected spiritual moment in Yerushalayim. Maybe a special Yerushalayim Kabbalah Shabbos. We haven't been there in a while, so hopefully you have these memories and they should mean more to you. Or saying to him at the Kaisel, which I couldn't do for many, many for a long time. Or hearing that siren on Arab Shabbos and hear the good Shabbos song as it fills the air. And before you say the words of Yerushalayim Ircha, picture that moment for a second or two with the intent to daven for Yerushalayim to be filled with spirituality, with your picture just being one aspect of the renewed Kedusha. Chazal tell us that those who yearn for Yerushalayim by mourning over the Chorban gain a connection to Yerushalayim that makes it as if they are there. So if you want to be there, this Arab Shabbos, or every day, make that connection. And through that connection, may it be Zeichah to turn our strivings into a reality of feeling connected to Yerushalayim and retain this connection until the Geula Shalayim arrives and we'll live in the spiritual capital of the, of the world, Yerushalayim. Have an easy fast and a wonderful Shabbos.